morning has turned to afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. But the grind carries on. Not just the grind physically, but the grind mentally. The Midday Grind, featuring a couple of TV jockeys who've also been through the radio wars. <laughs> serious? Martin Kilcoin. I was a little lit, so I was saying whatever I wanted. And Charlie Marlowe. Our top story tonight, John Jay will be back tomorrow. Here's him getting a hit in 2012. It's the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590thefan.com. Live here from the 123 Club annual Christmas party. We're live from Norwood Hills Golf Club, midday grind. Rolling on. We went from Costas to Chuck. That's kind of our game plan today. Pretty strong right there, huh? Charlie Marlowe in the house. Coveted hour. Jimmy Hewer, Brian Hoffman also with us. Their annual event taking place inside. Fun to visit with all the folks. We just took the approach that if we were here, we could do kind of a radio row and just have people stop by as they were walking through, and we accosted all of them and put them on the show. It really is a who's who of St. Louis sports dignitaries over the last, what, 40, 50 years? This is their 70th annual uh, Christmas party. So we continue on with a lot to get to, Chuck, on this Friday. 100%. A little bit of housekeeping. I'm now tweeting out housekeeping, by the way. <laughs> I noticed that. I saw that, too. And, and a couple yes. people are... Housekeeping! Thank you. That was louder. Sorry. <laughs> The housekeeping from yesterday, wow. though, involved our newsroom kind of being involved in some sports stories. So they were asking me, hey, how big is the MLS story today? Should we be putting it in the first block of the news? And I said, well, honestly, there is a meeting with MLS owners, but the St. Louis contingent, CKB and Kavanaugh, are not there. CKB, I just, like this. It's easier to remember. No, I like this. CKB. I think it's catching on. I've Carolyn seen it. A, Kindle I Bats. Do I've like seen that. it a few other places. It's on Twitter now. Is it now? Yes, okay. it is. That's the first time I'd heard I it. I said it a few weeks ago. But I like it. Because I could never get the name right. I would get mixed up. I'm like, you know, uh, part of the Taylor family. And they'd say, well, no, it's Carolyn uh, Kindle Bats. CKB. So they were not in New York, but. I'm sure St. Louis is a topic, but it was not an official discussion on the franchise bid because they have not submitted an application yet. So we were just trying to clarify that. I think a lot of people had the misconception that maybe it would be voted on or maybe we'd find out news as early as yesterday whether they're getting a team for sure in St. Louis. But they haven't put the bid in officially, so that was a little bit of housekeeping. This was a couple weeks ago, but I sat down with CKB, Carolyn Kindle bets, and, and they said all along that probably not until, and this was their hope, early 2019, they'd actually get the potential, okay, you have a franchise from MLS. And put everything in front of those folks, basically. So that was just sort of a, a topic yesterday that wasn't a real topic. It was the owners were meeting in the MLS, but no announcement on this end. And then this whole Raiders to play at the Dome thing, the newsroom was like, hey, we can have a little fun with this. It was a Kansas City writer saying the Chiefs could play that Raiders game in St. Louis. There's a lot of other Raider games that are scheduled for next year that will be in the region. I think the Titans are scheduled to be at Oakland or wherever they end up playing. So I said, why don't we just ask the Dome if it's even possible. Now, Kitty Radcliffe, who runs the Dome, was traveling, but the PR man for the Dome called me back and said, here's what I would tell you and anybody, who, whether it's the Chargers, <laughs> the Raiders, 
He said, we have not been contacted by any member of NFL league offices. We have not been contacted by any team about playing in 2019. So I just put that out as a little bit of housekeeping, and people immediately said, yeah, well, it doesn't mean anything. They just haven't called yet. They haven't called yet. And I'm trying to tell folks, Bryce Harper's not coming to St. Louis. Yes, the Raiders are not coming to St. Louis. Yes, okay? Here's what happens, okay? though. Now, some guy I'm in leaving. KC. That's it. <laughs> Jimmy, yours. MLS is coming. Jimmy, you get to stay. Okay? <laughs> Fall 2019, October. You can go I would straight love from the Edward Jones Dome to watch the Raiders play the Los Angeles Chargers. After that game is over, you head over to Bush Stadium to watch Bryce Harper and the Cardinals play in the World Series. What kind of a day will that be? Would one lead to the other? It's because Bryce Harper's a Vegas guy. Oh. If we have the Raiders oh, yeah. as his team. But this is what I love about modern media. You have one guy who wrote this article in KC. We've all on Twitter been joking for years now. Whenever any franchise in any sport says they have any type of building or dome or arena issue, we say, our sons come home. Our Pelicans, Pelicans come home, our Chargers, our Raiders. I feel like it's 95% a joke, but now you put it out there and people are saying, hey, is there actually a chance? No, there's not. Well, and if you stop to think about it, the NFL would be involved at some level for these things to take place. Temporary home, Oakland, it's getting hostile, which is still weird because they've been, it's been known for a couple of years they were leaving, and now Oakland is like, wait, wait a minute, this isn't right. <laughs> like for a couple of years they just didn't pay attention. But there's no way in hell that the NFL is going to say, sure, let's do business right. with St. Louis. They're in litigation right now. The NFL is part of the lawsuit for hundreds of millions of dollars from the city and county. That's another re- There are still people online that say, oh, no, no, this could still happen. It's not happening. If it was 30 years ago, how many people in this town would be just going, hey, we got to call them. we got to call them. And now you're just so sour you don't want anything to do with them. Think about that. Well, I mean, yeah, we would have jumped. We would have. Hey, we got it. We'll, we'll, what do you need? We'll, come on over here. Right now, you're we, saying the tone towards the league. Yeah, it's just amazing how different it is. I, I mean, think as a city, as a region, but I think some fans would say, "Oh, I'll take the Raiders for a year. Yep. It would be kind of fun for a year. Oh, I been. would do but it." But the leaders are not going to reach out and no. do business with the NFL. Hundred percent. Here's what I think is funny too. When you look at the last three cities that have had relocation issues to the point that the teams are now leaving: St. Louis, San Diego, and Oakland. When the Rams leave St. Louis, we're all like, we want no part of them, okay? San Diego moves, what, hour and a half, two hours north, and still they don't even want to travel to those games. But all along with Oakland, you had this weird three-year period. We know they're going to Vegas, but they're still in Oakland, and it was almost kind of branded like, yeah, but our fans are nuts. They'll want to go to Vegas. They'll want to travel to Vegas for all these games, right? You kind, right. Of, you kind of heard that. I, I actually think the Raider fan is so unique that you could even say, yeah, we're moving. Like, yeah, who cares? We're the Raiders. And, like, going to Vegas. Let's road trip. Let's get on our Harleys. I mean, I, I do think that fan <laughs> yes. base is unique, which we know. It is. It's also kind of a national brand. It has been for years with all the gear, everybody wearing it across the country, rappers, you know, with the silver and black and all that. I actually kind of agree with that to a point. I do think if there is a city that will host just for one, it'll be San Antonio. What I was told, it was the night before the vote in Houston, told by a high-ranking Rams official that said, if we don't get the votes tomorrow, if this L.A. thing doesn't happen, if they tell us we're going to revisit this in a year, we're not doing another year at the Dome. We're just going to go to San Antonio for a year. Oh, my God. And I know some fo- and I announced it that night, and some folks involved with trying to keep the team calling me and said, who said that? And I'm like, I can't tell you who told me this. But they said it would be so hostile. 
and we're already at odds sort of with the people that run the Dome. That, that, that The backup plan they had was to play a year in San Antonio. So I wouldn't be shocked if the Raiders did a year in San Antonio. And that's the thing. What happened with the Oilers back in the day when they moved to become the, the Tennessee Titans? They yeah. play in Memphis for a while because you just have to separate yourself geographically from that situation to just make sure people know there's no chance of that franchise staying around. Although Fisher told me it was either one or two years it was known, and he said it got pretty ugly at the end because people in Houston knew they were leaving. I don't know if it was the last year or the last two years. He said everybody knew it was coming, and so they had to deal with that. He sh- he should write a book because of what went on, the Bud Adams, the Houston, the Titans, the yeah. Texans, all that stuff, St. Louis and Cronky and the hatred. He knows everybody's friends with Jerry Jones, was buddies with Walter Payton. I'll call the league and Roger. I'm telling you, there's a lot of stories there that could be told now. And, look, he will write a book, and it's going to be fantastic, and I think he's going to reveal a lot of the uh, hidden secrets, but he'll do it when he wants to be done coaching. And it seems well, like correct. right now he still wants at least one more gig, so he's not going to write it yet. Correct. Uh, other housekeeping, Mike Schilt was in town. Apparently he's spending the offseason in St. Louis, so I should make it sound that novel. He's trying to get a little bit immersed in the community. And uh, Zach Choate caught up with him down at Ballpark Village yesterday. And I said, push him a little bit on that number two thing. I want, it, I want some clarity here in early December. I need this. And he said, listen, he's going to hit – Either two or three. He'll be in the top three. And I'm like, that's not what I'm asking. I need, I'm sorry, is this man? Opening day is four months away. We need this answer now. Why do you care so much about that? What does it matter, two or three? I want him wearing 44 and hitting third. I do want him wearing 44. I actually like the two-hole. We have found a very bizarre bailiwick for Martin, and that is needing to know the lineup in December. Well, I'm not that excited about the Blues season right now. That's fair. I hope they win tonight. They do have Colorado. Then Sunday they host Calgary. And then then they have to go to Canada. Going to Edmonton next week, going to Vancouver, going to Calgary. A little Canadian swing before the holidays. I don't mean to interrupt real quick. But you are. But with what, is tonight, this a Bertarelli spot? No. All I'm saying is when you, you talk about gambling a little bit, do you bet on the rumor or the trend? Tonight now, the Friday night thing has become a talking point. It the is. Blues 5-0 and on Friday. You win enough games, people start talking about that. But back when it was a rumor, that's when people were kind of making money off it. Now... What do you mean is it was it a ru- rumor because people hadn't noticed? My point is, if you follow gambling sites, they, they do it based on trends. And I know it's weird because it's a Friday night thing. But nobody was talking about this until the Blues finally, they win five straight on Fridays. It's kind of an odd thing. Do you think that will continue? It's not going to continue all season, is my point. So are you putting money down on Colorado? To, I would say you They're just due keep, to lose. That's how that's, I say That's it. kind You're of right. my point. <laughs> that, well, that's, that is the trend. My point is <laughs> once it becomes a trend, when people started talking about Bitcoin, right, everybody at the water cooler, that's when it started tanking. What, what trend do you believe? That they win and then they lose or that they win every Friday? Something, Charlie, you know what? Something has to give. See, I want the Blues to win, but as a gambler, when things become trends, it's usually smart to go oppo. So That's just Colorado. what I've what I've realized okay. in my short gambling So to answer your career. question, the Blues not being real inspiring right now. There haven't been any college basketball games this week, correct? <laughs> True. My bailiwick is Goldie in the two-hole. Are you kidding me? I if get you it. get a better get hitter, then you can bet Goldschmidt, okay. too. Let's just say there's an outfielder who bats left-handed who's young and is available. You get him, you can move Goldschmidt up to the second spot. As Chuck, would, you could point out, I don't really care that much. But I do like the idea of Goldschmidt and Ozuna together. Yes. Like if it's, it's an, an inning where they're coming up, well, who's coming up? And those two back-to-back, to me, 
has a different impact than saying Goldschmidt, then DeYoung, then Ozuna. Then to ensure that happens every first inning, you got to bat Goldschmidt second. And Ozuna third? Yeah. Oh, well, to ensure that happens okay. at the beginning of the game. I'm I'm more I'm okay with it, I think, if Azuna's hitting third. Here's again, what, nobody cares, but no, I just No, no, people do care. I'm joking with you. Here's what's so funny about it. Do you care? We'll get some text in, but here's <laughs> what's funny about it. Because this all really is a conversation and a debate for one reason. And it's because of the debate and conversation we've had for three years, it's about Matt Carpenter and the fact that you can't move him out of <laughs> the one spot, right? Because we all get it. Matt Carpenter, it probably would make more sense if he could hit second or third, and you could stack the lineup better. But at this point, don't we all just have to realize, just leave him there? It doesn't matter why. His numbers are fantastic in the leadoff spot. I think at this point, yes. That 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 debate has finally ended. There is no debate where Goldschmidt, he is. Goldschmidt, 347, 430 on base, 668 slugging as the number two hitter in the lineup. Four advance. No. Uh, the issue, though, 193. Oh, okay, okay. The decent issue, sample though, size. And I love Goldie at two, and I really like Ozuna at Strict four. Strict says we can't call him Goldie, although every hockey no, person has a nickname. Goldie. But Strict does not want the media calling him Goldie. Schmidt? But look, I like Goldie no, at he two. Just, he just doesn't think we should be calling him. Jay Jr.'s wearing Jenny. a tie. Oh, my oh God. He's looking good right He's there. wearing a tie. <laughs> Yeah, we were reliving the glory days. Uh, Next topic. I don't want to be a wet blanket. Oh. That's Hoff's role. That's my my territory. You guys have to answer honestly. Did the Blues trot out this cute little puppy? Yes. Yes. Just as a diversion. Yes. In case the team's not good. Was that the original plan? No. Or is it now? Oh, my God. We're not doing so well. People are down on this team. More videos of the puppy, please. In fact, get him on the ice. That it's, wasn't the original plan, but it's what it's they're now, doing now. It's <laughs> part of the crisis <laughs> yes. management. It's yeah, great I PR. Think so. Put it the really dog is. out. I don't. I love the dog. You yes. can't look I at love dogs. The video of the dog, the it's little so Barkley running around, but grabbing the, sticks, pucks. <sighs> Puppies and pets on social media are gold, and they think, hey. This will divert from anything bad going on. We All have right. a lot of We bad know we're right screwed now. when they add a second dog. <laughs> <laughs> do we, do we, is there a dog bump? That, the dog that been, dog is damn cute. The right. puppy bump. But I'm probably about six Bud Lights away from tweeting. Great. No cup, but we got a dog. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen. Can you even say that? Is that too rude? You've had a tough in that week. Room. I don't even recognize Mike Claymore. This guy is wasting away. <laughs> you look good. No, is from a PR standpoint, to... it makes perfect sense this week. You had a rough loss. I say rough, no pun intended. Oh. You had the fight. Now everybody's talking positively about the dog as they should. It's super cute. It makes total sense from a PR standpoint. But, hey, just keep winning, and it's all good. It's going to be a really bad game one day. They're going to be down 5 nothing, and then they're just going to have a camera on the dog right. instead of on the game. And your number one star, looking cute, <laughs> up in the owner's box. Oh, it's Let's Barkley. go down to Strix. He's there yes. with Rog. Strix, Strix <laughs> is there. Barclay. Well, look, it's worked because it's got millions of views. That's yeah. Every big-time media personality, Katie Nolan's tweeting out how cute the dog is, picking up the stick. So it's working. It's getting people talking about positive things in the dog and not the fight and not where they're at in the stands. Well, this week, what are your Blues headlines? Uh, let's see. One of their own players, Bortuzzo, beat the snot out of one of his teammates, and they have a cute dog. The dog's cute, though. I'll tell you what. 
problem is you can only do this once. Like if next year's right. bad, you can't bring out another dog. Cat, People though. aren't going to fall for it. A little kitty cat. We need to have the dog pick the, the lines <laughs> one day. It's super cute, and I said I'm not going to be a wet blanket. But you are. Well, I thought that too. It's a it's everybody's a, thinking. It's a natural <laughs> thought. It's the first thought you have. The, the Blues were in first the place. Season. They wouldn't be showing the dog if they were in first place. No, in that's the a great question. In the marketing department, are you more likely to show? Hey, we got a cute little puppy. When the team's doing great, so it doesn't have bad optics. To be fair, they've been showing this dog for weeks now. Correct. Doc Emmerich was playing with the dog the other day on NBC Sports. They have been playing with this dog for for a while bigger pickup o'reilly or barkley barkley that's tough man o'reilly he's so good. good so good in the room such a good talker for the media that's Are you saying one. that barkley's not good in the room bad teammate know, man uh and since you're online hoff yes i'm watching the dog okay are you you yeah. are you took the bait yeah i did any notable announcements dog. we had chris kerber on before the morning skate right customary uh any notable is like we assume Jake, Jake Allen and Net is going to play. He was the yeah. first off the ice. Uh, Edmondson is a game time decision with a, a hand injury. Fabry was on the on the ice as well for the skate. It was optional today, so I guess maybe, it's not a whole lot of news. Maybe Biddington on Sunday, try and give him a start or something. The new kid, who by the way, if you Google it, he's got himself a good brawl, good hockey brawl as a goalie. I love that. this team showing a little bit of fight. That's what they're doing. Let me tell you, this dog though. He is cute. 1.2 million views on the ESPN video when they put it out there. So that's just one Twitter site getting 1.2 million views. God bless Barkley. And I'm not being a jerk. Love the dog. Love the holidays. Well, you are a jerk, no. so you're kind of always just acting I just, like yourself. I asked if you guys were all thinking the same thing. We all think and that. And the answer is Blues finishing last place, bad year. Year-end press conference. Barkley's at the table with Army. Strix later today at Schneider's. Oh, Barkley will join me. On <laughs> might, be just, might be just the dog. <laughs> the dog. Tom Stillman's like, we've actually promoted the dog. <laughs> Army just locked the dog up to a long-term contract. I love it. That's a great deal. Hey, Offenberg Hyundai, the place to go. You want some good cheer, Charlie? Yes, I do. Offenberg Hyundai. Good people over there. Great customer service. Original Hyundai dealer in this town. It was 1989. Since then, the brand has come a long way. Talking about award-winning vehicles. North American Car of the Year. The Elantra picked that up. The Genesis picked that up. How about that? OffenbergHyundai.com is their website. Whatever cars you find online, no sticker shock when you show up. It's the same price online as it is in person. Highway 64 gets you to O'Fallon, Illinois. Greenmount Road is the exit and more than 100 cars right now on that website that are pre-owned vehicles maybe a chevy a nissan all types of cars online pre-owned vehicles offenberghyundai.com great service great cars maybe surprise somebody with a car for the holidays how fun would that be huh think about it chuck don't you love those commercials where they go out there and there's two cars with a big bow on it in the, uh, in the driveway you ever done that for kim she's got her nice new car put a bow on it from offenberg i've thought about it it's oh on, you've thought about no, it no okay. it's on the list all right. Just Good luck she, with that. She knows. We've talked about it a lot. Okay. And All I said, right. one of these days, one you're going to walk days. out there. Yep. Yep. Make All sure right. you get the right one because you don't want to go, that's not the color I wanted. Like, oh, oh, well, I'll I'll take it back. That's why I don't <laughs> right. surprise my wife with gifts anymore. You because don't I'm, surprise <laughs> No. No, I ask her. I say, send me the link. I want the SKU number. I want the barcode of exactly what you want because I've tried In fact, before. honey, why don't you just order it for yourself? Just buy it for yourself. I'll pay that. <laughs> I actually, dude. Here. Dude, we've talked about check. that. I said that You're once. You're the worst. I am the worst. I said that to her once around Christmas. 
because she's like, get this. And I'm like, why don't you just order it, and I'll pay you back. She, you are a rude, terrible person. Yes, you have, you have no Christmas <laughs> spirit. That's not how it works in the holidays. I said, I know, but okay, you're right there on the website, right? If I give you the money, it's just like me buying the gift for you. You are a rude, terrible person. That's that what she said? That's fair. Did Clearly. She ask, did she ask you for your gifts, or did she put thought into it and decide, She's what does my husband gifts. want for Christmas? Listen, I love Christmas, but it's not about the gifts. I just love the time of year. It's not about... Getting gifts for me. I'll be on the gift thing too. It's for fun. Myself. I can't I wait to get back. gifts for my baby. Right. Right. It's Absolutely. It's going to be fantastic. But I just don't care about. Are you going to ask Jenny May what she wants? Like, look, look here, Jenny. Just here. Here's, Jenny here's twenty here, bucks. Pay, get what you want. Nope. What I'm getting her is a hey, little you got diapers, kid. That's <laughs> enough. A little mini basketball hoop. I can't wait to see That's her nice. dunking on Aww. that hoop. I can't wait to see you dunking on that hoop. You know, Chuck's going to be on his hands and knees walking up. Chuck, we sitting on the couch. Rejecting a three-point <laughs> shot, God. All right, go get the – go get a – Got to work on that, that pump. Doing the Dikembe Mutombo, shaking <laughs> yeah, my finger in my 11-month-old's face. <laughs> Great moment during the, the movie Rushmore. Remember that? Bill Murray is walking across the playground, and there's a kid that's like five or six shooting buckets, and Bill Murray's walking and talking on his cell phone, and he's talking to somebody. He goes, hold on. And he goes over and swats, swats the kid's it. shot. <laughs> I listened to the director's track on Rushmore because I love that movie, and they said it wasn't in the script. He's supposed to just be cutting across the playground. And Bill Murray ad-libbed that he went over and swatted the little kid's shot, and it made it better. That's fantastic. Not in my house. (laughs) Is that Cookie Monster? That's That's the Kimmy Mutombo. Not Cookie Monster. That's that guy commercial where we're blocking a lot of people. Uh, Is Charlie the worst? 855-282-8255. Next Thursday, we're going to be broadcasting live from the Hot Shots in Fenton. In fact, the station's going to be there throughout the day. Hot Shots in Fenton, and the reason we're there is a toy drive all day long, Fenton location. So if you want to keep that in mind, get a toy, set it aside. See, we don't go to the kids and say, hey, here's some money, pick out your own. We don't do it that way. (laughs) It's all going to friends of kids with cancer. Anyone that uh, comes to that Hot Shots in Fenton, make a cash. You can do a cash donation. Of course you can. A little dark in your trolley. Can't really it's all read. Good. Hey, well. you're doing you're a great to job. Read this with enthusiasm. You're doing a great job. Yesterday, by the way. So if you make a cash, Mark's nervous <laughs> because Bob Costas is listening and, and he, basically he, he judging him. He did a malapropism with Bob Costas oh, already, as a broadcast. Oh my! I totally said the stupidest thing. <laughs> What'd you say? I want to go back and listen. <laughs> we were talking about how he and Tony Larusa had a spat because Tony's list of people he got in. Frank was going through the list of people that Tony's had feuds with, and I said we forgot to add Costas. So Bob, I said we were mentioning your name for having been one of the people and he goes nope never happened and i said what about he goes oh you're right the night of the writer's dinner he made a steroid mcguire joke Ooh. and Cost- this is after he admitted though after this is after down. it was a fair game and bob had done the sit-down interview with mcguire but he made some kind of joke about the steroids and i thought tony stormed off fake news he gave bob the cold shoulder was clearly pissed at him so bob said his son keith said you've known him a long time just call him the next day and in describing the scene, I said, okay, he didn't storm off. He furrowed his brow. No, I, he furrowed, furrowed his, his brow. I said burrowed his frow Uh-oh. instead of furrowed his brow. And Bob picked up on it immediately. Yes, classic moment when he <laughs> burrowed the frow or something. <laughs> and I'm like, instead of sounding smart, I could not have been more of an idiot. Should have just kept it simple. Well, I'm not a big fan of yours either. Yeah. <laughs> a frau is what, a German woman? A frau? Yeah. And so then Bob frau, Ramsey, Bob Ramsey texted Frank and said, Martin just described a sex act in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. If you can't laugh at yourself, Martin, who can you but laugh at? Bob. 
Every, look, man, you get a little nervous around Bob Costas, right? I you mean, know, the first time, first time I met him, I was an intern at Channel 11 down at the stadium, summer of 1989. Cousin John and I were sitting in the press box, and Bob had done the game that night on Cam Walks. I'm like, I got to go say hi. I'm going to be a senior in college. You know, some career advice that he could sure just uh, pass along to me. So he's walking out that old press box of Bush, and the elevator was right there. And he's about to get on the elevator. I'm missing the moment, as Tony would say. And I just yelled, Bobby. <laughs> oh, no. You called him Bobby? And my, I was like 20. And my cousin goes, Bobby? And I'm like. <laughs> Bobo. He turned around, though. He stopped. Bobsy. And I'm like, uh, uh, Mr. Costas, I was just hoping for some career advice. And he said, what I would do if I were you is take any job you're offered. Don't try and be the sports guy. He said, if they tell you to read the hog reports in Iowa, you get that job. You'll become friends with the news director. Eventually, you'll be doing the games on the weekend. He said, just get in. So, of course, I graduated a year later and looked exclusively for sports jobs. And never, and it took me like a year to get a job because I didn't listen to Bob. Also, don't call me Bobby. Bobby. And I'm like, who calls him Bobby? Apparently, Dennis Miller did when he was telling those stories. Yes. Nine years later, I'm at that same press box working at Channel 2. I had called Mr. Costas. Your frow is burrowed. Go ahead. I, I called him the week before <laughs> because Michael Jordan was making a comeback. Huge story. And we were trying to get some insight from Bob, and he wasn't able to do it. He was, like, on NBC News that night. It was Michael Jordan was, like, this huge story. So no problem. Didn't happen. A week later, I'm at Bush. I come out of the bathroom. I wash my hands. There were no towels. So I come out of the oh, no. bathroom of the press box. My hands are dripping with water. Who's walking towards me? Bobby. Martin. How are you? And I turn, and he has his hand out. And my oh, hands are. no. And I said, oh, I, I just came out of the bathroom. And he said, too much information. I said, no, no. <laughs> They're out of paper towel. I, I am Larry David. And, and, and he said, why don't we, why don't we forego the formalities? And I'm like, <laughs> you do a fist bump. Standing there. I think this was pre-fist bump. And I was standing there with these soaking wet hands. And he said, I want to greatly apologize that I couldn't do the Michael Jordan hit that night you guys called. I said, no problem. Fun with that. Bob. I have to say, I took his advice not knowing that was his advice because when Just I graduated from college, I I put out for all these sports jobs, didn't get any. I was sitting there for four, five, six months. I said, I just got to take a job. So I was a news guy in the Upper Peninsula, and I literally was reading the fishing report about what lakes and rivers and streams Ooh, in the Upper Ooh. Peninsula had the best bass that day. Oh, that's oh, a smallmouth going Let's there. Let's bring Chuck what back you, to doing that going? every day. Report. You should get a fishing what report on, on? on the show. We should actually, look, the AP, I remember, I'd check the AP wires up there. And they would release that fishing report once a week. I guarantee you if we check the AP wires in Missouri. They Where can have I catch report. good bass this weekend, Chuck? I want you to find Let's that Let's get that out. sponsored by yes. Bass Pro. Winds and currents and all of that. Salespeople, uh, if you're listening, Bass Pro, sponsor it. Bottom line, if you go to Hot Shots next We're week, next Thursday, and either a cash donation or a toy donation, you're going to get a coupon for a free appetizer. That's all taking place next Thursday at the Hot Shots in Fenton. Quick break here. It's the midday grind. Oh, we're going to play the bowl game. Yes. Hoff's got a game for us. I got a game, Chuck. Fun and games. Yes, a game for this fun Friday where I will name you bowl games and you have to decide where they're at. Love that. It's next.